Welcome better humans. Let's talk about the reality of modern indoctrination education. I'm very fortunate that they're very bad in school, very poorly. And I realize now as an adult that it's the best, one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. Going through it though, I was led to believe that I wasn't smart, that I would never amount to anything, etc. So I kind of just did my own thing, played video games and hung out with my friends, got into fitness on my own accord, and then got into reading. Actually, that's the last thing I did senior year of high school. I started reading novels. That was a literal game changer, life changer right there. When I got out of school, I started realizing I could do things on my own. I didn't need credentials. I didn't need to listen to the modern system. And I would even say it wasn't until like my 30s where I started really questioning school in general and seeing what it really is, what it isn't, what it's propped up to be. And now with kids, our kids are never going to school, ever. If they're going to go to any school, it will be private and it'll be some kind of probably Montessori or something that's different and unique than the uh, government mandated curriculum, which is a complete and utter joke. So I was watching this video from Larkin Rose here, really smart guy. I, I really wish he had a bigger following because he just deserves it. I also wish he would lose some weight and get tan because he could be a real thinker and leader of, of ideas, right? So he's got this video. You can find it, Trust the Science, Larkin Rose. I recommend watching it. And he says in there, Basically, what modern schooling is, is you listen to an authority figure, you listen to what they say, you repeat what they say, and then you get a reward. That's what school is. And he's using that to explain how so much of the craziness in the modern environment from the masses is like, trust the experts, listen to the politicians and the government, they know best, whatever, right? Trust the capital S science. They've been designed through quite literally years of indoctrination, of, of training, whatever you're going to call it, to think in a way that puts them into the real world where they pay their taxes, where they're afraid to break the law, where they get their information from mainstream, where they get their health and investment and child rearing advice from doctors and medical experts and people on TV. And they get all these things in the easiest way possible by just listening to a few people that they like on TV and that's it. They don't expend any energy to experiment for themselves, to go deep into reading books, to watching YouTube and podcasts and other things like that. Most people just aren't interested. Did you know that the number one genre of podcast is comedy? It's something like 60% of all podcast listens. You know, you think of podcasts and you think, wow, those people are interested in learning, whatever. <laughs> a lot of it's just comedy. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's something I've had to wrestle with as I've grown up. I have this thing that's definitely coming to a high point in the last couple of years. It's just hard for me to fathom that people don't want to improve themselves. They don't want to actually think for themselves. And most people generally want to feel right and they do whatever they can to justify that. Even if it means blatantly ignoring facts and not doing any independent research, they want to feel right rather than be right. They care so much more about the feeling right to protect their identity, to protect the fact that maybe they don't have to admit they might've been wrong or update their beliefs. They spend more energy on that than actually seeking objective truth. And that's really hard for me. I just like a rational thinker that I want to learn and grow and, and have the facts, right? And I don't know, it's, it's just very strange. The reality is that people are designed to adopt the mainstream. That's just, it is what it is. I don't really know what there is to even say beyond that. You tend to kind of be someone who, who wakes up and then does your own investigation and or not, right? Like there's a spectrum here. Some people are maybe awake in certain areas and they don't trust certain things. You know, maybe some people, invest their money a certain way because they've done a bunch of reading and research independently. Maybe some people are into eating like a carnivore diet or a paleo diet or because they don't trust their doctor because the doctor gave them bad nutrition advice. But then they trust the doctor for things like vaccines and gene therapies and things like that. 
So there's obviously a spectrum here and everyone's different on the kind of how connected is it, how much of a conspiracy is it? But one thing's for sure, there are incentives in play in our modern world where people benefit from keeping you afraid, where they benefit from making you think that they know more than you and they know better than you. And then that benefit from marketing certain products and not really shining a spotlight on others or certain strategies, others. You can see this in the food industry, Big Pharma. Big Pharma funds a lot of big food companies. Big food companies and Big Pharma fund a lot of the research used to support the standard American diet narrative around fat is bad and animals are bad or whatever. And a lot of that is now being used to promote food that is apparently better for the climate because it's made in a factory, which it's literally insane. You're telling me animals that are just living on pasture, eating grass and interacting with the environment in natural ways better or, or worse than a industrial process? <laughs> it's, it's insane how these really, really bad ideas have been basically gaslit. The, the population has been gaslit in so many ways, on so many levels, that it comes back to the Mark Twain quote, where it's, it's easier to fool a man or woman than to convince him or her that he or she has been fooled. And I add the he or she to be PC, but it's so true. It's easier to fool someone than to get them to see that they've been fooled. Because to get them to see that they've been fooled has a certain agency aspect to it. They have to accept, well, oh, wow, I was fooled. I was duped. And that's really, really hard for the ego. It's really, really hard to dispel cognitive dissonance, which is that angst feeling in the head that maybe I was wrong, or maybe this thing I thought I thought isn't right, or I need to update my beliefs, or this person I have followed blindly for years, maybe there's a chink in their armor, or maybe they're straight up lying to me. It's just very, very hard for people to accept that, which is why so much of it is called the red pill. The red pill, which takes after Neo in the Matrix, where Morpheus offers him the blue pill to go back to sleep, go back to the Matrix, forget it all, or the red pill, where you wake up and see what's really going on. And as you can see, when he wakes up to see what's really going on, it's really freaking bad. It's a miserable existence, pretty much, but it's at least the truth. So if you're still with me, I think this might be funny. If you're still with me at this point, you're definitely a listener or a watcher. I had a few reviews. And if you want to do me a favor and want to leave a review, I mean, one star, two, three, four, five, whatever you want to do. I just want more of them. I want to get the average up. We had some in here. Let's see. Okay. So great podcast, slightly annoying host. I find when Colin has people on his show, he tends to talk over them and is quite cocky in some respects. Just an observation I notice frequently. It's just funny people's quite cocky, like what those words even mean. It's, it's just insane, insanity to me and like what that definition actually is. But this is great. Like, I hope you think I'm, I'm cocky, arrogant, SOB. And I hope you, through that, still get good information. <laughs> that means I'm doing my job. When I have guests on, I actually, unless it's like Armando and some other people that I've had on that are closer friends, I can be more gregarious and even you could say slightly aggressive. I've had guests on that just drone on. I've had guests on where if I don't interrupt them, the show's going to be terrible. And that happens in real life too. I actually have no problem with interrupting people. It sucks when they do it to you and it doesn't really suck. Like I don't enjoy doing it to people, but life is fucking short, dude. Life is short. And you don't need to say the same thing eight times. You don't need to veer off on a tangent for 20 minutes. We have limited time. It's likely that if we're on a show, we have limited time. It's likely that if I'm sitting with you in person, I have limited time. I got kids. I got stuff to do. I got things to build. I got to pay the bills. I do all these different things. And you do too. So yeah, sometimes people are going to get interrupted. It's fine. I mean, I, I, cocky, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if cocky is even the word. I, mean, I guess I could see that in some instance. I mean, I've never had anybody on the show where I've been arrogant towards them. I mean, I'm not an arrogant person, but I'm definitely cocky. You know, cocky is not the word because I think it implies arrogant, arrogance. I am resolute in my beliefs. I'm willing to express them strongly and I am willing to challenge things. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's funny though. It's good. It doesn't bother me. I want, I want all the feedback. In fact, stuff like this, I kind of like it because it uh, it fuels me, I feel like. 
it actually makes me want to kind of test the cocky line, see if I can if I can poke that a little bit. Like I am the type of person, in case you haven't figured it out at this point, I'm the type of person that if you challenge me or tell me I can't do something, I'm going to give it right back to you. If you're going to say something and come at me, I'm going to give it right back to you. I'm going to always have something to say. I'm always going to have an argument or a debate. That is what it is. And if you have a good point, I also tell you have a good point, but I'll also potentially suggest this other thing or we'll talk about this or whatever. So yeah, do me a favor. In fact, I can't actually figure out how to do a review on these things. Better Human Podcast. There's no review button. Did they like take iTunes reviews off or something? This one was in 2020. I was doing a lot of carnivore diet, a masterclass in bro pseudoscience. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I would love to have Mystic Mystic Carlos on the show. If you still listen, uh, nonsense, claptrap. I don't even know what claptrap actually means. Maybe I can Google that. Let's see, what is claptrap? Observe or nonsensical talk or ideas. This is great. I love seeing stuff like this because these are people that have ac- no actual way to discuss whatever the idea that they think is nonsense is. They have no, they have likely no argument other than that's just dumb or that's whatever, right? Because they're at a different level of awareness where they can't even begin to understand or try to, to discuss whatever the thing is. So they just write it off with some blanket statement, claptrap, pseudoscience, whatever. But it's like, take something like carnivore diet. Maybe that's what he was referring to because I, I remember seeing this review and I was definitely doing more shows on nutrition, carnivore diet, et cetera. It's like, let's talk about meat. Let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about how, let's talk about the research. Let's talk about the ancestral perspective. Let's talk about how my buddy, Brian Sanders from Food Lies went to stay with the Hadza and their entire existence is around meat. They were actually doing a funny video. There's a translation where he's asking one of the, the primary hunters of the tribe. He's like, what do you think about most of the day? Meat. What's your biggest problems right now? Meat. Every single answer he had to all these questions about like life and the purpose and everything, it just kept coming down to meat, right? And you're going to then tell me that that is from a hunter-gatherer that is unbasically tapped by a uh, modern world, right? Maybe influenced a little bit now because people are getting there, but they still live the hunter-gatherer way of life, limited tools and bows and arrows, and maybe some poison darts. And their every waking thought on a daily basis is how do we get more meat? It's just hilarious. Yeah, I won't even go into that, right? Because that's safe for another show, another topic. But if you want to do me a favor and leave a podcast, I appreciate that. And really back to the main idea here, it's like I went to the modern school system. I didn't do well, but if you did well, or if I had done well, I could see how that could set me up for a lot of struggle as an adult, because who do I trust? Who do I listen to? If I follow the status quo and do what everyone else does, I'm going to get the same damn results. Most people are miserable. Most people are overweight, are sick. Most people are afraid. Most people are literally afraid of whatever the mainstream media tells them to be afraid. They used to be afraid of terrorists. Now they're afraid of a boogie virus. Five to 10 years, they'll be afraid of something else. There'll be a new war on, right? A new war on that's meant to never end. The war in Afghanistan just happened to end. And what it costs, 700 trillion or so dollars, all the contractors and government officials, all these people got mega rich. American lives were sacrificed. Afghani lives were sacrificed, right? Nothing was actually accomplished. Now the Taliban has taken over the country. (laughs) It's just crazy. Like in broad daylight, we see these things. We see how broken, how destructive, how completely and utterly not good for anyone. Yet it goes on in broad daylight broad daylight and our tax dollars pay for it. And because we don't really have a say, we think we don't have a say, or because the average person has a short attention span, we just kind of move on from one thing to the next. And then, you know, 15, 20 years goes by and nothing's happened except 2 trillion. Yeah. I saw a 700 number that maybe that was 700 billion or something. $2 trillion. As I talk about a lot on the show, you got to think for yourself. You got to test things. You got to experiment. You got to find your own truth. You got to live that truth. And that's the only real path to being happy, to being secure, to being safe, to raising healthy functioning children that aren't just matrix plugged in robots when they grow up, which I really don't want for anybody, you know, because I think if you look at the system itself, the broken incentives, the broken systems, the broken institutions, how corrupt everything really freaking is, 
why would you want to participate in that game at all? Why would you want that to have any say whatsoever in your life? A lot of people that I know, a lot of entrepreneurs, growth-minded people, 2020 was one of the best years they've had in a long time. They were set up to be anti-fragile. They were set up to thrive in a time when things were tumultuous. The average person became more reliant on the government if they were already. The average person, if they didn't have assets and they had no savings and they were in debt, well, they went into more debt and they had to wait for government handouts and it was probably stressful and they were afraid and this and that. If they were overweight, they became more overweight. You got to think for yourself. You cannot do what everyone else is doing. You cannot buy all the same products everyone else is buying, watch the same shows and sports, whatever that everyone else is watching, and then expect different results. If you do the same thing and expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. You have to do and think for yourself. That's going to be it for today's show. Get in the Better Human Newsletter. I will help you do and think for yourself. I will try to hammer into your brain every single day as much as I can. And support the show with some of our awesome sponsors. We got wildfoods.co, better foods and sups for better humans. Wild CEO is the code for 15% off wildfoods.co. Swan Force Bitcoin. That's how I buy Bitcoin on a daily basis. I get the highs and the lows. I dollar cost average in colin.coach slash swan. And then some of my favorite beef and even seafood, actually. Uh, Crowd cow, colin.coach slash meat. That's going to be it for today. And I'll see you in the next one. Yeah.